This is Insightcom doing shoot the shit for the second time. My name is Shruti. I'm Abhishek. And I'm Navneet all the way from Bangalore. Woohoo! So this is our first time recording a podcast across continents. Um Abhishek and I were sitting in Cambridge, Massachusetts in the US and Navneet is sitting in Bangalore in India. Um so we're going to try to see if we can get a good recording um and also shoot the shit a little bit because we want to shoot the shit yeah that's usually why you do shoot the shit yeah. <laughs> yeah we have to be really like jobless to be shooting the shit hey we're not jobless <laughs> but we do it is nice to shoot the shit once in a while <laughs> <laughs> okay cool uh, so, so what are we talking about today we wanted to talk a little about um what we do in our daily lives because we talked last time about where we were before and what we studied where we studied and where we are right now so it was all the past and yeah. now we're going to talk about the present yeah now we're in the present yes um okay. so okay. actually what we wanted to talk about was um navneet came to visit us a couple of weeks ago and was super duper fun and That's we right. we gave him so we we oh, abhishek and i we have um a set of uh, watches called Pebble uh, is made by a company that doesn't exist anymore called Pebble that is very very sad i know they're uh, they're these uh, fancy watches that do uh, they have an accelerometer it connects to your phone it's it's called a e-watch no yeah i mean it's a smart watch everybody has it's a model these smart. days yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah apple yeah. has a model lg has a model motorola probably has one everybody has one but yeah. we got yeah. the pebble because it gave us the most value for our money Well um, that aside it was also at at the time that it came out it was the best watch which with least amount of bloat features and it integrated yeah. well with android and apple um it looked so cute it had an e ink display it oh this is what really drew it to me navneet um i bought it because i had to charge my watch once a week and they weren't kidding i really did have to charge my watch just once a week as yeah com- so i've been i've been looking out for a smart watch as well um and one of the first ones i saw was the asus zen watch which mm-hmm. was really good to look at but it cost quite a bit yeah mm-hmm. um, like all smart watches on the market yeah i don't remember i think it 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 was some it was priced at something like 200 pounds um, and i wasn't really ready to spend that kind of money and then i came across a kickstarter campaign yeah. that pebble was running mm-hmm. and apparently their earlier kickstarter campaigns had been ex- excessively successful and they uh, they managed to you know sell out much in advance okay. and they, you know everybody who had a pebble was really happy and was really um, you know passing it on to others that, that that this product was really good. Mm-hmm. So I saw that they had a new Kickstarter campaign on for a Pebble 2. Mm-hmm. Uh and I had bid for or I had um what was what's the word uh, um support backed up I guess. I, you backed the campaign. Yeah, I backed I backed their campaign, yeah. Uh so I backed their campaign and I put my name down for a Pebble Time 2 mm-hmm. um which I was really hoping to receive. this year yeah and sadly that was the time when uh, eric mijikowski the the founder of the company announced that it yeah. was uh, the, the company itself was shutting down um they were going to stop making new hardware and they were going to integrate whatever software they have uh, with fitbit 
Yeah, they were basically being bought over by Fitbit. Their software assets were being bought over by Fitbit. Right. The physical watch would no longer exist um, because Fitbit yeah. already has its own range of, of physical devices that right. they support. So basically, we're talking about yeah, this so- now because Abhishek and I, we've we've had Pebbles for the last two, three years. Um, Navneet is fascinated by it. So when he came to visit us, we gave him a Pebble. And not very surprisingly, not very surprisingly, he loves it. I hope I can say that about about it. It hasn't, uh, I mean, apart from when I go to bathe, I don't take it off my hands. You can wear it when you go to bathe, you know. It is extremely water resistant. (laughs) It's just a little bit creepy when you let a smartwatch into your bathroom. (laughs) 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 No, but it it is funny how much smartwatches have started becoming integrated into our lives because mm-hmm. you can wear it when you sleep and it will track how much and how well you sleep every day. And mm-hmm. when you wear it in the day, it can track, um, you know, the number of steps you take. So or... smart, this smartwatch, Pebble smartwatch has an accelerometer that, that can detect how many steps you take. So if you have a goal of, say, 10,000 steps a day, um, you don't have to, like, buy a separate thing to wear on your body. A fitness body. device. This a is fitness, your fitness exactly. device. Exactly. Yeah. So, this is your fitness device and it is also your watch. And Navneet, the cool part about his watch is actually it's one step above what we already have, Abhishek and I. Yeah. So, uh, I've also got, in addition to all of those things, I've got a heart rate monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, and... That's pretty cool. I mean, because every time I go jogging or I, I'm, I'm, I'm exercising mm-hmm. or even when I'm just sitting around bumming and doing nothing, <laughs> I can actually, you know, follow what my heartbeat is. And for some reason, I seem to be slightly above the average. I mean, is aren't people supposed to have a heartbeat of around 60? Well, yeah. But, uh, uh, I mean, okay, not medical advice, but I guess in general, the, the thing is you, the more fit I guess you are or the more aerobic exercise you do the lesser resting heart rate you should have is that right yeah because sure. I think your the the efficiency of your yeah. heart muscle sort of goes up so the amount of blood volume you pump out with each beat increases yeah, so, yeah. Some, something yeah. like that so Navneet sure. that, that shows yeah. that you have some work to do I mean, it's but, more that, yeah, you know, it's, it's, I remember when, when Navneet came over here, we were obsessively looking at the heart rate <laughs> heart monitor. Rate, yes. <laughs> like Navneet would yeah, get up, know, do a couple of jumping jacks and then look at his heart rate. <laughs> and then he would like relax and look at his heart rate. But it did work, right? Navneet, yeah. I mean, when you like, for example, took a nap and woke up, it would the heart rate was much lower. So this is what, yeah, so I mean, this again, uh, disclaimer, this is only me, so it might not apply to everybody. Yeah, yeah. But whenever I, whenever I monitor during sleep hours, it was usually pretty low. Mm. But then, um, like, yeah, like whenever I did a squat or, you know, go walk and come back, uh, yeah, it did show me pretty accurate changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's no reason I, I didn't have any reason not to believe what it was showing me. Right. Uh, right. So, so it's pretty, it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun thing to have on your hands. Right. Um, and it does sort of goad you into just maybe tweaking your life to be a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I think, I think that's the thing. So, yeah. um, it's, it's been sort of, like Navneet says, it's probably personal, um, it depends on how you want to reach your fitness goals, what what propels you to actually get up and be mobile, what 
what pushes you to like go outside and do your exercise but for a lot of people especially nowadays when you have so much data uh, just getting that sort of feedback all it's almost like a biofeedback so yeah, getting it, that sort yeah, of feedback yeah. helps you constantly adjust where you are at any given point of time i mean biofeedback yeah. has a pretty you know long right. history yeah. Yeah. and and people have started using biofeedback as an actual mode of therapy for uh you know lots of psychological disorders i i imagine um but yeah knowing the fact that you are angry and that your heart rate has gone up and you can see that heart rate going up means you can then try to do something uh like sit down or that you're stressed yeah, yeah. or that yeah. you're stressed mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. and you can yeah. see actual data in real time showing you that you're stressed and if you do something you will automatically know whether your stress levels go down or not right i mean there is a physical readout right. rather than the fact that you're feeling a little better yeah so that yeah. helps a lot yeah. of people i think um but so, yeah so I mean, smart watches seem to be the latest yeah. uh way in which biofeedback seems to have gotten integrated with our lives i mean if you can check how well you've slept uh you can definitely try and change something get a better pillow raise up the thermostat a little bit buy a better mattress or something like that and see if you sleep better yeah. tomorrow yeah um, yeah 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 uh, but that that's something i really liked i mean um i think the the usual thing that most sleep scientists say mm-hmm. is that there seems to be a mismatch between what uh, smart watches tell you mm-hmm. and what you personally feel right mm-hmm. right uh, so a lot of people might wake up from a perfectly good amount of sleep and still feel as if they could have slept a little bit more right uh, but it does help to sort of have you know something that's recording the amount of rem sleep that you've had and right. the amount of uh, yeah i mean uh, yeah we completely agree with, with navneet exactly. on this because it's um, you know it's 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 early days for biofeedback technology especially the kind of you know single accelerometer in your watch kind of business right. it's not an accurate yeah. measure it's taking a hammer to a very small nail but yeah it's a start and you can see some kind of major issues it'll tell you whether you're asleep or you're awake you know at least <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um So we thought that was yeah pretty cool yeah, uh, yeah. navneet managed to get his dad a little jealous uh-huh, i heard uh-huh. <laughs> yeah my dad super jealous and that's because uh, some of the time faces that the pebble has oh yeah uh, oh yeah have super big have super big numbers on this yeah they're big displays yeah because of his uh, you know sort of eyesight not being as what it used to be yeah uh, sure all of us appreciate you know big numbers yeah Yeah, yeah yeah big displays are, are yeah. always nice isn't that what we tell people who want to give presentations always use big fonts yeah, so somebody yeah. i even read exactly. uh, uh you know uh an advice mm-hmm. that you should oh that was right? me tweeting about so yeah. if you want to go up and and look at my uh, tweet twitter feed um it's actually a very good uh, um, i i tweet under the handle polybiotic um So it was actually really good advice Navneet um if you so the advice was for people who make posters and as academics who attend conferences we make a lot of posters so there's usually a poster session and there's usually a talk session so um poster sessions usually happen at the end of the day after a bunch of talks when scientists just want to relax and you know have grab a bunch of beers um so the rule for to make posters is that um make your font size such so that it can be read 
by a person who uh, who's in a group of three standing three meters away and after that person has had three beers so we just kind of double check that three meters does seem yes. really far it's <laughs> pretty specific instructions i know but it's like a good yeah. rule of thumb i feel you know that you're you're tired you you you've attended a whole day of talks you you've had a couple of beers uh, you clearly cannot get very close to the poster so because there's like a crowd of people or whatever who are discussing yeah, i guess it was more advice on you know keep your posters easily readable don't yeah. put font 5 in there and yeah then... put like a decently readable font that's yeah, big yeah. enough so people can at least get like the major import of what your poster is about so yeah mm-hmm. big fonts are a good thing yeah yeah so yeah it's nice that these smartwatch watch faces have, have big fonts yeah. but they have a lot of other things it's important to remember that the pebble watch can do so many things because it connects to your phone your phone by proxy connects to the internet so you can get uh, the weather uh, how much battery your phone uh, sorry your how much battery your pebble watch is operating on right now the calendar and the date and god so knows this, what else basically everything that you can access on you your just, phone you can get a condensed version of it on your watch along with the accelerometer details and special things that your watch right. can do so you have to compress all that information or whatever it is that you want from that big mass of information onto your pebble watch screen so right. yeah, yeah watch faces that are nicely designed are really helpful for that yeah absolutely anything else navneet anything else that your dad liked about the pebble thing oh um, there was the fight of the dads I, no i think he what <laughs> no no wasn't there you know that that we should have oh so so navneet uh shruti and i took a photo together with all our watches together in the yeah in the same photo and we were saying how i was saying how navneet should probably buy his dad a, a pebble watch we can get him into the photo and have four pebble watches side to side <laughs> and and shruti mentioned how her dad was is now into alexa oh yeah that's true <laughs> uh so for 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 people who don't know it yet Alexa is uh is a voice assistant from Amazon that connects also connects to the internet. Yeah, it's um, like Siri on on Apple. Exactly. But it's for Amazon. But it's like Google Voice. Yeah, it's like Google Voice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and Abhishek actually ended up so I was talking to my dad about how he likes it and and he just managed to set it up last week and I was telling Navneet how um uh, I was talking to my dad about this and my dad says Apparently, every time he walks by Alexa, now he he like smiles to himself and giggles a little because he's in love with Alexa. <laughs> we used to do that too. I mean, we had to do the trial version because we bought it over here, and and I remember every time we used to do stuff like yeah, just generally ask Alexa, tell us a joke, and and it would tell you a joke. Yeah, it's it's a really nice system. They programmed it really well. Yeah. Uh, the the creepy part, of course, is that it has to be on all the time right. unless you. you know go and switch it so off. Alexa is constantly listening to what you talk about everything waiting basically. to hear if you tell her name so oh waiting to God. hear if she, if you say Alexa at some point I mean she has to hear you all the time in order to hear you say Alexa at some point of time so. which of course brings up you know surveillance problems yeah what is amazon doing with this data yeah. what else can they mine out of our data and all that but yeah, yeah. that's that's another podcast entirely yeah clearly it's not um, namni you've not seen anything like this in india um the, the market is fairly Open no, I, 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 I think people are still. Uh, I, I don't think that people have even um, experimented very much with smartwatches over here. Right, uh, right, right. Let alone Google Voice or Alexa. So right. I think uh, 
the market is still pretty naive yeah, yeah. Pretty india nice. is yeah. india is a, a pretty big market for fast introduction of of phones right, right? smartphone yeah. yeah 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 they are they are world leaders in getting new new models when america sort of lags behind i guess in that sense uh, yes i mean also low cost uh, highly accessible parts and things like that sure sure phones. maybe a lot of them are manufactured in yeah. china or india and it's easier to get new phones into the market there than ship them all the way across america um, right there's restrictive licensing deals with phone companies and oh, mobile phones they support in america also so that hmm. may have something to do with yeah it. but, but definitely sure. if uh, if something like alexa or google voice has to make it big in india i think the first thing to do is adapt everything to the indian accent because That's i realized yeah. yeah i realized we were having trouble i mean navneet you remember i would just go up to alexa go up her face and and sometimes say things very slowly and very clearly because sometimes she just wouldn't understand what we tell yeah. her in in our accent no um, but also if you wanted it to play for instance a hindi song or a tamil song precisely yeah <laughs> you'd have to say the name of the song in tamil or hindi and she wouldn't Which get it she's definitely not going to understand <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, i i remember now navneet talking about a very funny skit on bbc about what was that navneet scotsman stuck in, in, in an, an elevator, elevator yeah. yeah there's a really funny skit about the scotsman about these two scotsmen who are stuck in a voice activated elevator where <laughs> they get in and they have to say the name of the floor that they need to go to and uh, obviously a uh, lot of hilarity ensues and uh, <laughs> the the uh, elevator keeps asking them to say it in a in a proper voice and normal voice and in a british uh, accent right of course yeah, yeah i think it was what different ways of saying 11 right so they were saying yeah yeah so they need to go to floor 11 and uh, apparently neither of their accents was good enough right? and i guess they were from different parts of scotland as well right yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah that was really funny so yeah. i guess it would be multiplied by 100 times right yeah <laughs> all of each of our languages have an accent Yeah 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 totally Yeah with how uh, many official languages and dialects and spoken forms of different languages yeah, in India yeah it must be crazy And also the mishmash that we speak sometimes you know we, we oh just God, yes. yeah, yeah that's right that's right <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah I, I guess there are these are challenges that um, each of these companies could definitely take up um, I know that there is a lot of um, work going on on artificial intelligence in china mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, especially with baidu and uh, other mm-hmm. companies and they are they're, they're trying to do one up on uh, on google right yeah. right that's so right obviously the scope this this is a lot of scope for similar stuff in india right uh, it's just a matter of who wants to build the cat exactly exactly i mean <laughs> there is a market for sure the sheer number of people that you could uh market uh, a use for artificial intelligence too just like yeah. um say IBM does with Watson these days yeah i suppose yeah yeah okay. cool uh do we call it a day yeah i guess so this is abhishek and shruti and i'm navneet and we are in psycom <laughs>